Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Cozy Rainbow Podcast. My name is Tammy, but my students know me as Miss Haddad. Hi, everyone. My name is Roberta. I used to teach kids in South Korea. Yes, yeah, really exciting today. We have our guest star, Miss Roberta, here. Today on the Cozy Rainbow Podcast, we are talking all about crossword puzzles. So I asked my friend Roberta here what she was obsessed with when she was 10 years old, and she said, brain teasers, crossword puzzles. Do you want to tell us a little more about that? I was, yes, I was a really weird kid. I'd be considered weird today. Probably a bit nerdish because I wanted anything that had to do with books, but I didn't wear glasses. So maybe that, you know, that's, that's the physical imagery head of nerds. But I remember we used to visit my cousins, my brother and I. I grew up with my brother. We'd visit our cousins. My brother would play with our cousins, the hide and seek, everything that you can think of. I never wanted my parents to buy me a dollar to say, this thing doesn't even speak. What am I going to do with it? it? It was boring to me. So whenever we visited my cousins, while my brother played with them, I would be sitting in a corner. There was no internet at the time. It was the 80s. I'd be sitting in a corner looking through old magazines my aunt used to save on her. There was a, a box at the corner. And I would just pick up. I didn't care much about the stories, but I, at the back, I know I would find crossword puzzles. I would find the connect the dots, the snake ladder thing, everything that was a fun game that challenged me intellectually as a kid. I used to just be obsessed with those things. And sometimes when we were at home, my parents said, let's go. I would just say, oh, can I take some of this? I'm not done. Thank so you for sharing that. Yeah. Okay. So we are going to get started today with a little mini three question trivia quiz. So since Miss Roberta here said that she was obsessed with crossword puzzles, we're going to test her knowledge. Here's your first question. I'm ready. It's a true or false. True or false. Crosswords were once illegal. Illegal? Yeah. I want to say true all right question number two is another true or false true or false scientists have proven that crossword puzzles are good for mental health yes that's true and you know that for a fact (laughs) i believe so (laughs) i believe so okay and our last question it's multiple choice Mm -hmm. crossword puzzles were invented around the same time that a world war one began B, World War II began, C, Egypt became a civilization, or D, Mesopotamia became a civilization? I'm not sure about this one, but let me go with World War II begin. All right, that's a great guess. Great guess. Okay, so let's get into it. I'm going to tell you a bunch of fun facts about crossword puzzles right after this quick break from our sponsors. Did you know the first crossword puzzle was created by a British man named Arthur Wine in 1913 and published in a newspaper? Because of a simple typo, 
Wine's original word cross puzzle was officially branded as crossword. So that gives you a little hint so far about when crossword puzzles were invented. We got the year 1913. Okay. We have a quote here from Stephen Sondheim saying, the nice thing about doing a crossword is that, you know, there's always a solution. Mm -hmm. So 20 years after the invention of the crossword puzzle, crosswords inspired the invention of the game Scrabble. Now, I don't know about you. I'm a huge Scrabble fan. I love that game. I know friends who are obsessed with Scrabble. (laughs) Yeah. Words with friends, Scrabble, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. The game of Scrabble was invented by an architect. Mm, that makes sense. A little bit, yeah. So <laughs> Scrabble is a game, if you haven't heard of it before, to all my listeners, Scrabble is a game that combines anagrams and crossword puzzles. An anagram is when you rearrange the letters in a word to make another word. So an anagram oh, of the word art would be rat. Otar. Mm, we used to play that game so much. You know, when you have the remaining five minutes before class is over and all the students are done with their work and you say, okay, let's play a game. Usually it would be anagrams and I'll maybe write the word smile. And there's quite a few words that can come from that, like mile, lie. Miles, yeah. Mile, yes. So I think that's lots of fun. I, I always had fun with that kind of game. So Time Magazine wrote an article in 2020 about the rise of crossword popularity. So I believe in 2020, crossword puzzles kind of started to get popular again because of, you know, a certain worldwide event that was plaguing us all. People were at home a lot, so they kind of started picking up the old crossword puzzles again. So Time Magazine wrote this article in 2020 talking about how crosswords became very popular during the era of World War One, which lasted from 1914 until 1918. The first crossword puzzle was invented in 1913 and World War One began in 1914. The first book of crossword puzzles was published 10 years after World War One began. In Paris, crossword puzzles were illegal during World War II to try and prevent secret codes being shared within the puzzles. Hmm. Crossword puzzles are also good for preventing dementia and Alzheimer's disease. Did you know that? That's really good. I wonder why that information is not spread out more. Well, it's because Alzheimer's disease, it's still being researched a lot. And so for anybody who might not know, Alzheimer's disease typically happens um, As humans get older, it's kind of something that happens in your brain. It's a protein buildup of a toxic protein called beta amyloid. And no, I'm not a biologist, but I did research this just a little bit. So Mm -hmm. this buildup of this toxic protein is responsible for causing Alzheimer's disease, which is when you tend to forget things a little bit more than normal. So the scientists have found that solving crossword puzzles is not only good for your mental health, but it can also help prevent that buildup of the toxic protein beta amyloid. That's really good. Wow. The word cushy verbalist is a word for people who like solving crossword puzzles. So that must be me. Yeah, that would be you. Cushy verbalist. I've never heard (laughs) that before. Thank you, Tammy. 
The New York Times wrote a piece about the winner of the American crossword puzzle tournament in 2010, who completed 20 crosswords a day. So in three years, this person completed 20,000 crossword puzzles. Wow. I am nowhere near that. Wow. (laughs) That is amazing. Okay. So here's my last fun fact for you. At one point in time, the world's largest crossword puzzle was for sale. And you can still buy it on the internet at seven by seven feet with 91,000 squares and 28,000 clues. The massive puzzle cost about $30. And it's actually kind of cool because if you look up a picture of it, when you look at it from afar, it looks like a little decorative print. To actually come up with 28,000 of those, that is beyond amazing. Yes, very cool. Wow. So now let's go back to those three trivia questions from the beginning. So I hope this time you can answer them with some confidence. So back to our first question, Mm -hmm. true or false, crosswords were once illegal. True. True. And do you remember where? Is it Paris? Yes, they were illegal in Paris because... They were afraid that they were going to write clues about the war. Yes, about World War II. Yes. So, question number two, true or false, scientists have proved that crossword puzzles are good for mental health. Yes, that is true. Yes, that is true. And we learned about one other disease that crossword puzzles can help with. Uh, Dementia and Alzheimer's. Dementia and Alzheimer's. Excellent job. Mm -hmm. And our last question, crossword puzzles were invented around the same time that A, World War I began, B, World War II began, C, Egypt became a civilization, or D, Mesopotamia became a civilization. World War I? Yes, it was World War I. So crosswords were invented during World War I, and then during World War II, that's when they became illegal in Paris. All right. So the last thing we are going to talk about with Miss Roberta here is some of our creative challenge submissions that we've gotten from our listeners. So I asked Miss Roberta to take a look at some of the submissions and just tell some of our students what an awesome job they did. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So the design of Squishmallow submissions... The first one comes from Sophia Cruz. She designed a Capella, the baby platypus. Did I say that right? Yeah, the baby platypus. Platypus. I think this is so creative. First of all, if you look at its face at the bottom here, you have these, they look like little fingers. The pinkish ones. Yeah. Or each one has about three little fingers and there's a, I think that's really, really creative. It looks really beautiful. And it looks like if something, if you if you had it as a toy, it would be really fun to play with. So yeah. she says, when Capella is not inside a lab, you can always find them in the library and loves reading, coding, engineering, science, and playing the values of Cap- Maybe that's why she has so many fingers. She does so many cool things. <laughs> Yeah. So that one I really liked. And then the second one is by Slow Fog. Shroom the strawberry mushroom frog. 
first of all, I gotta say, those mushrooms really look beautiful. I remember there were plants that I've seen where they grow different color mushrooms. And one of them is that red and white, um, the red and white range. And it's really, really beautiful. So the frog, the mushroom frog. That was very creative the way you designed the frog. And then it has a mushroom in the middle of the head. I think that's really cool. A little mush hat. Oh, it's called a mush hat. I like that. <laughs> and then so Shroom, the frog, he loves strawberries and he owns a strawberry garden. I think I'm going to make him my friend and visit him because I love strawberries. <laughs> so when it's strawberry season, it picks up fresh strawberries in the morning and plays in the meadows with his friends. He's only six and is much more fun ahead of him. I think for the strawberries, I want to make Shroom my friend because I really love strawberries. So when the strawberries is him, I'm going to have to get his phone number and call him. Yeah. <laughs> so that is a really, really cool. I, I love the creativity of, first of all, the Shroom hat. And it looks like on the left-hand side, First, that's Shroom the Frog. And then on the right-hand side at the bottom, he's you can almost see him eating the strawberry. It's really, really yummy. I, I, that's why I say I got to make him my new best friend. <laughs> so just for the strawberries, I really love this. And I love mushrooms too. And then Ramekta by Gauri Ramesh. That looks like someone who's very tech savvy which i'm not so i really admire kids who know how to use technology because this is so creative yes i gotta tell you something about this about miss gori ramesh who submitted this so mm -hmm. i don't know gori in real life their mom sent me this right. and but gori entered every single creative contest that we had so I think they are definitely very tech savvy because they entered some of our coding challenges and they coded a few oh, things, but it just so happens that we're taking a look at the squish model, which is also very excellent. Yeah. The world is becoming tech and I'm really proud of children who are, who, you know, tech savvy. Get into it, them. right. Yes, yeah. because that's exactly where the world is going. So they're not going to have a problem adapting. So this Lumetta, he's really cute. And it looks like, you know, the two cones sticking out. It looks like he's wearing a headband. You know, when you have those, mm -hmm. maybe it's the Halloween headbands. And it's such a creative way in which the, the headgear is drawn. I really like it. Yeah. And there's a nice gradient on this little squishmallow. Mm -hmm. And then it says you love to fly around. And every day at midnight, loves to make moon bows from her two horns. Oh, those are the horns. Yeah. Makes moon bows. I like that. And you can find at the Love and the Bubble stream every night in the woods. I hope she brightens the woods in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> when we were growing up, you, you know, in some of those little, they, they fly and, and they do that light thing. And they, probably. I've never seen a firefly in real life. I don't think they have them where I live. I've seen them. We used to chase them when I was a kid. <laughs> I haven't seen them in years, though. Mm. But yeah, it looks to me like if they had that squishmallow in real life, if it's at night, then they're going to give you that little light and flick every now yeah. and then. Yeah. Very, very creative. And not just the art, but the stories behind 
what they were drawing and what they were making is so impressive. I agree. You can Not understand only are they the amazing thing. artists, but also really good writers. The thought process, the writing, the creativity, the imagination. Here's what we always try to encourage with kids is limitless imagination. You know yeah. what I mean? If you're a grown-up and you see a frog, you don't think, hey, this frog can have a garden. But slow folks, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I absolutely love about teaching children is that even they help me expand my imagination because they think outside the box, which is what we need. All right, everybody. This week's creative challenge is to create your own crossword puzzle. We will be posting some resources online on our website, www.cozyrainbow.org on how to make crossword puzzles in a few different ways, whether you do it on paper, maybe you're using a tablet. When you're making a crossword puzzle, the most important thing to consider is how many words you're going to use. Use at least five words, but you can do way more than that as we learned about the largest crossword puzzle ever today in the podcast at seven by seven feet. You'll need to think of a theme for your crossword puzzle, or maybe there's no theme and it's just a totally random crossword puzzle. If you want your submission to stand out, I would consider putting some fun little doodles on the side that have to do with your theme. Lastly, don't forget to spell check when you're writing your clues, reread your clues that you're writing, Maybe run it past somebody else, see if they're able to solve it before you submit it. Maybe they can't solve it. Maybe you created the world's hardest crossword puzzle. No matter who you are, I would love to see your crossword puzzle creations. If you are between the ages 7 and 17, you can submit their work to us by emailing your crossword puzzle to CozyRainbowNV at gmail.com. If you are 13 years of age or older, you can submit it yourself. Otherwise, if you're younger, you need to have your parents submit it for you. The deadline to submit your crossword puzzle is September 1st, 2022, if you'd like to be featured on the podcast. All right. Well, thank you so much for giving us some nice feedback on our student artwork. It's been so nice to have you on the podcast today. That was wonderful. Thank you for sharing it with me. I really enjoy kids' creativity, and I'm so grateful that you invited me today. Okay. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening.